Broads, this episode is brought to you by FabFitFun. We sounded like angels. Absolute angels. Summer is here, basically. And if you're like me, it totally snuck up on you. That's why I've been anxiously awaiting my new summer FabFitFun box because I know it has everything I need to have the greatest summer ever. Mm-hmm. Hmm. FabFitFun is the only subscription box that's now 100% customizable for all members. And this box is focused on all things fun in the sun. That's right. You'll have access to products like trendy beach towels, wine chiller for the beach, watermelon setting spray, a portable Bluetooth speaker, and the list goes on. Literally everything I need. Everything. Order your summer box today. Sign up now. You can snag amazing products like the Society6 wine chiller or the neoprene beach tote from Somersault when you customize. And don't forget to use coupon code CHATTY21. You're going to get $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Plus, for a limited time only, annual members will receive an extra gift valued at $125 with their purchase while supplies last. That's coupon code chatty 21 for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Woo. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Boom. All righty. Ready. Ready? Hello, broads. Hello, broads. Hey. Hello, broads. Uh, hey. Hello, broads. Hey. I mean, if Did we... Did we make our own intro song? I think we have our own intro. And honestly, if we don't have a moment in our collective friendship slash professional lives together where we have a moment doing like a song and dance number, I'm done. I have to agree. I mean... Maybe for our upcoming live show we might be doing maybe for virtual live show coming virtual live show you might see becca and i tap dance the night away i mean i know that you sister <laughs> have our fans oh my god we could do a full fan <gasps> listen i know you you know you say that you don't have a good voice but i just don't believe it um I hear the tone. I hear the pitch. Look, 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 look. I'm no Mariah Carey. Okay, well, who is, But I'm is, also though? no Brayston Leonard. <laughs> You're a let's nice in-between. Let's make it clear. All right. You're a solid in-between. You know, I could, I could carry a tune. Yes. Given some rehearsals. I mean, you should see me putting on my kitchen performance of I Just Can't Wait to Be King from The Lion King lately. I believe it is riveting. It's so good. Me switching from Zazu to Simba back and forth is like... I can just I mean, picture the tears coming down my <laughs> my face because I am so inspired. Yeah. And that's that's a lot of switch work. You yeah, know what I mean? It, it is. And then there's also Nala occasionally that pops in there for a line. True. You know, uh, I feel like also some of these like old school Carol Burnett style songs oh. don't really require crazy oh, vocals. Oh, no, I can do that. I right? mean, I can do that. So I feel like we're just going to have to at some point. And like I said, my debut was the musical 101 Dalmatians mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. I sang my beautiful coat of black and white fur <laughs> when I was 10. 
So I, I can mean, carry a number. Great. That sounded fantastic. Plus, if you do some sing talking, you know, like I remember part of it was like, she'll walk down the street. They'll shout, hey, look at her. You know, oh. I can do that kind of thing. Like, oh, my yeah. God. Should we do a show where we just do numbers from our favorite musicals <laughs> and we play all the parts? Yes. We have... Uh, we can I'm trying so to like think. any musical even like Mamma Mia you're not like belting you're like Mamma Mia do, 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 here we, we go, go again, again. <laughs> my you, you, like it's you don't have to have an amazing stellar voice you just no have to carry I mean we're not play like you know we're not out here like we're not gonna go sing memories I mean you can sing you can sing the part where she's like yes I've been broken hearted I'll be back like do it Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I can try. You know, it's been a while since I've flexed the chops with some really big songs. Ooh, I'm ready. But, you know, if we get a little vocal coaching in... <laughs> Please do. And you hit them high notes. And then we, you can lead the dancing portion because that's not going to be my strong suit. Well, honey, I got news for you. I understand. <laughs> but the great thing is that we could do, we could get a choreographer. You get a choreographer. Uh, to choreograph a thing for each of us that complements each other but does not match. Yes. So it's probably just not twins. Yes. And it'll probably just be a lot of box stepping for me. (laughs) Just box step over and over and over again. A little guys and dolls action just like over and over again. Yeah. That I can do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's some just fancy something. stepping. You know, put a foot out. You do it. Yeah. Extend the limbs. Extend them. I think that any it's... musical number suggestions, <laughs> drop them in the comments. Feel free to let us know in the comments what you would like to see us. Perform. What is one of your favorite music? Like if you were to s- what is one of your favorite musicals? <sighs> this is a tough one for me. Um, let's let's actually let's narrow it down. Like the musicals that you ha- that have the most songs in it that you would want to sing. Like, hey, oh, if we were doing a performance. Cats. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Jellicles can and jellicles do. Jellicles can and jellicles That can. movie, like, I've never seen the movie or the play. No. It just creeps me out. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, the idea of it's just weird and feels really sexual. It is, it is sexual. There's and a I don't lot like of, that. there's a lot of sexual parts. It's also uh, very tight costumes and a lot of gyration going on. I don't um, like that. A lot of group gyration. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to be thinking about feline orgies. <laughs> That's fucking weird. I don't like it. Um, no, that actually is just like Ember's, the musical that oh, Ember just wants to watch constantly. So it's sometimes the only... Oh, yeah. It's still, still. like... It's not her now 24-7 go-to. Go uh, <laughs> but as far as musicals go, that's the thing that always has to be on. I remember one time when Grayston came over because he was recording <laughs> and he walked in and it was like on loop and he's like... How do you guys do it? And I'm like, mm, I don't know. Can barely function anymore. Now, am I creating this memory or did she watch the new one and was she scared of it? She hated it. Yeah, okay. That's a- it wasn't even a scared thing. She went and she went to go see She was like, This is not cat. <laughs> she's she went to go see it with my mom. This is this is crazy. I guess this is right before the world yeah, shut down. Cause yeah. she went to go see it with my mom. It was because of cats. It was because of cats that the world That was shut a curse. <laughs> the cats brought on the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, my mom took her to see it and she was not pleased because she's like, this is not the musical I have been watching yeah, on my screen. And no, she was not into it. And she's like, why do they look so strange? You know, because it's like on the Broadway musical, it's simply makeup, not CGI. That didn't need to be that didn't need to happen. I wish that they just would have made it very like 
like timeless with just makeup and like had it look kind of like how it used to be. Totally. And they don't even have to. Yeah, totally. You know? Okay, Brats, let's take a quick pause from this uh, and chat. There are a million and one things that can get in the way of you having an amazing sex life, okay? Busy schedules, stress at work, hormonal changes, the list goes on. If you've never tried Omax O-Shot Brats, we are about to change your life. You know, you've heard us talk about this. You know how big of fans we are. Omax O-Shot is the best way to put a boost back in the bedroom. I can speak from experience. This stuff is amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, Brads, if if you're a new broad here... Let me change your life. Okay. Okay. Oshot's luxurious arousal oil is an all natural blend of eight organic botanicals plus broad spectrum CBD that instantly heightens sensations and arousal. It's guaranteed to put a smile on your face Mm -hmm. every time. Simply add to apply to intimate areas and you're going to notice a difference within seconds lasts for 30 to 60 minutes. Plus it's 100% natural, which means it's 100% edible and i just can't remember my life before oshot i know i really can't it's all that i use now it's perfect for self-love or spicing up the bedroom with a partner oshot is our secret weapon for all things sexy and now oshot cbd is offering our listeners 20 percent off oshot this discount also applies towards any product site-wide just go to oshotcbd.com today and enter code chatty that's O-S-H-O-T-C-B-D.com and enter code chatty to get 20% off O-Shot site-wide. Also, I just love, like, O-Shot, I feel like that'll be my go-to forever and ever. Like, I just keep getting more bottles of it and I'm just like, me why too. would I ever change something that works so well? Doesn't For give real, me any though. burning sensation. I just like, I, why I love ch- it. Why change what's already perfect? Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, O-Shot comes to the rescue. It provides heightened sexual sensations, which can give you the instant and long-lasting satisfaction you've been looking for. And it's 100% edible and natural. Remember, go to oshotcbd.com today and enter code chatty to take advantage of these incredible savings. That's O-S-H-O-T-C-B-D.com. Enter code chatty to get 20% off O-Shot site-wide. Broads, um, I have to tell you about our absolute new favorite beverage. It's the best ever. You know how obsessed Becca and I are with this. It is mm-hmm. June Shine Hard June Kombucha shine. Baby. June Shine. It's the shining light in my heart. Uh, <laughs> it's perfect, yes. especially now that the weather is getting warmer and the days are getting longer. June Shine tastes delicious. Gives you a nice, bright little buzz without the sleepiness, headaches, or bloated feeling other bubbly drinks might give you. Oh we love God, it so much. It's so bomb. <laughs> it's good from the start all the way down to the last drop. They use organic functional ingredients every flavor is low in sugar easy which i love that because not only i get all i try to keep my sugar low because i get all itchy when i have too much of it also i feel like i get a worse hangover whenever i have a sugary drink oh always so that's why i love this it's easy on the gut it's gluten-free and it's full of good for you probiotics other hard kombuchas on the market use black tea and sugar but june shine only uses the best ingredients like green tea and honey to sweeten their products and trust me the difference in the taste is huge it's huge if you invite me to a barbecue a pool party or a beach day which by the way please do there's a hundred percent chance i'm bringing a pack of june shine because i'm a good friend okay because i care about i won't be bringing it i'll be hoarding it (laughs) it. but i will hope that you have it pretending that i'm bringing it for you but it's gonna be for me um there's just no occasion that it doesn't work for it's always a huge crowd pleaser though so just you know bring be sure to bring double what you think you're gonna need uh plus i always feel good about purchasing june shine because they're sustainably produced and if you find yourself in a pinch june shine delivers nationwide super fast and hassle free 
Yeah, their um, breweries are solar powered. They plant trees for the boxes of their I mean, six packs. They donate 1% for the environmental causes. Wow, wow, wow. We've worked out an exclusive deal for Chatty Bras listeners. Two bras. You're going to receive Ooh. 20% off plus free shipping site wide. Everything on the site. We recommend trying one of their best selling variety packs. It's a great way to try all their delicious flavors. Just go to J U N E S H I N E dot com slash chatty. June Shine can also be found in over 10,000 stores across the country, including Whole Foods, Safeway, Kroger, and Publix. The perfect example of one of actually my favorite Broadway musicals, believe it or not, is the perfect way to do it in a way that's not copying it and not doing a stupid version of it is the lion king i don't know if you ever seen lion king on broadway absolutely incredible stellar absolutely incredible the costumes the wooden like it's just it's art like it's it's pure art perfectly done yeah and the musical numbers are like just the right amount of deviation Mm -hmm. and they're like i i love lion king the musical it's It's so good it's when one of those ones where it's like when you're going to Broadway and people are like, what are you going to go see? If you say The Lion King, they'll be like, like, OK, if they're like highfalutin, they're a little bit like, hmm, interesting. You're like, no, this is incredible. Like where they have like the songs that are like African chants and they're doing these sort of like grassland. Also, like it's amazing. What's like the main song? Oh, my God. This is going to actually now make me crazy. But there's like one of the main songs um, that I believe Mufasa sings first and then uh, and then Simba sings later with Rafiki. But it's not in the Disney movie. Oh. And it's the song when I hear it. Like if you were to turn it on right now, is it like, even thinking about it, my eyes are getting watery. Is it like he lives in you? That's it. Hey, yeah. Um, hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He lives in me. I have me. the immediate chills. He's watching over. Yeah. Everything we see. Yeah. That song is... No, like, that soundtrack is so, so like that fire. Song, that song messes me up. Yeah, it's good. Like, it's like watery eyes. I can't handle well, it. Well, there's this one, too, where I don't even know what... It's like the Grasslands chant or something, where it's like... Dum, 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 hum-a-yay, and they're, like, all doing this... Yeah, thing, they kind of have that, I think, in, in He Lives in You, like, they interweave it in and it's, like, out. this so... It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And, like, Scar's musical number in it. Oh, when I was a kid, I memorized like every single word and I would make my brother and sister play the hyenas. Oh, for sure. And we'd, we'd be like, <laughs> we were talking about this recently. It seems and like your pals of reflection are wet as a warthog's backside. But thick as you are. Pay attention. <laughs> oh, Scar is one of the best characters ever. Scar is hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Love definitely was attracted to Scar when I was a child. Um, interesting. Yeah, not attracted. I just want to be him. I mean, think I think maybe that's more what it was. Yeah. But sometimes I mixed up my sexual attraction <laughs> with who I wanted to be. Totally feel that. Yeah, my my siblings would be acting <laughs> like the hyenas on the on the uh, like on our <laughs> fireplace mantle would be like <laughs> with their necks like. <laughs> How fun memories when you're a parent and like you get to watch your kids have be like a full song and dance troupe. Like you just get to well, be fully entertained. I will obviously be the lead and they will be the backup singers. Like <laughs> you're like knocking Ruth and Frank out of the way and you're like, you're doing it you wrong. In my kitchen. I love it because Ruth's eyes are just like always lit up and I'm always like, I'm gonna be a mighty king and my arms are like, beast, beware. And I'm going crazy. Oh, it's the best. It's the best stage of my life. Can I ask you something? What? Because this is a really embarrassing truth for me. I don't know if Ruth's quite at the age yet, but... What is it? Sometimes when I all of a sudden remember a song, 
like a musical and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, Ember, let's listen to it. And then I start performing oh, it. Yeah. She'll be like, please stop because she <laughs> wants me to be done. She's like bored with it and over it. And like, I won't stop. She'll oh, no, be like, she'll be like, mom, like, no. okay, mom, can we do something else? And I'll be like, give me five more oh, minutes. No. <laughs> Shit. Definitely. Definitely. I already do that for sure. Where Ruth will be like, no, no, no. She'll be like, new one, new one. And I'm like, no, honey, mommy's having her moment. Let me finish out this number and then we can continue on. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> shut up, kid. <laughs> Climb every mountain. <laughs> Some of those the sound of musical songs. Are- <laughs> How do you solve the problem? Like now, that movie should have been in two parts. That should have been a part one and a part two. <clears throat> it was lengthy. I remember. But I liked it, actually. I liked it because I'd be like, wait, it's not over yet. That's right. There's a whole second part of the movie. Captain. The Captain Sexy as fuck strumming on that guitar. Oh, my. Just making eyes at Maria. Oh. Like, yeah, you may be the nanny, and I'm going to fuck the shit out of you when we get married. What? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of weird. Also, Edelweiss, you know, very, very emotional song for my family because Edelweiss is the flower of Switzerland and my whole family is Swiss. So my grandpa used to sing it to me. And then I would watch the captain do it and be like, love when you sing it to me, Bobby. But when the captain (laughs) sings it, I have emotions. (laughs) I'm feeling some type of way. (laughs) I'm confused. Oh uh, yeah, with his whistle, you're like you can whistle at me all day long, sir. Also, do you remember how old Lisa looked? She was supposed to be 16, and she looked like she was yeah, 25. I watched it the other day, and I was like, Damn. I thought I was gonna look that like that when I turned 16. I thought I was gonna look like Lisa. Yeah, I remember. Th- I remember the morning I turned 16, looking into the mirror and being like, You don't look like her. I True am terror. 16, going on seven. Oh, that would be actually a very weird one for us to do, but it would be fun. It would be fun. Uh, Rolf is that the name of the guy? And I, I'll, I'll do be, Rolf. I mean, if you're sure, I. I would have no problem, you know, spitting you around in a raining uh, a trellis surrounded by rain. I have to say, Mamma Mia is one of my favorite soundtracks, though. Really? I know it's cliche. I, I, you know, Mamma Mia, I don't know if it was because I wasn't raised with it that I just never got into it. My mom kind of like fed me a lot of like the musicals that I was into. My mom fed me Mamma Mia. Okay. She did. Even though, like, again, with the Christian upbringing, my mom being like, I love, I never actually saw the play. I just listened to the <laughs> soundtrack. Like, I'm like, this is literally about someone not knowing who their dad is because it could be three different guys she fucked like, in the same week. Okay. Like, I mean, I now I'm channeling that energy all day long, but like, <laughs> now that is who I am. I but love how time, my parents would just make like, like little exceptions for music that they like if they wanted it exactly Uh it was the same thing it was like my mom was so into phantom of the opera and now that when we were talking the other day about like the actual story i'm like that's horrifying okay phantom of the opera yeah it's creepy as fuck and that but that was like the the musical that like i was raised with phantom of the opera and like you know you're okay with that but like i can't watch a pg movie See, my mom thought phantom of the opera was creepy okay yeah this dude's weird (laughs) my mom uh my middle name is christine because of phantom of the opera I would not peg your mother for that. Right? She, my mom was I just, so I kind of musical. love that. So my dad and her, one of the- I wouldn't peg her into being like a huge Phantom fan. 
Is this like her secret fantasy? I'll be honest with you. I don't know how to peg her in general. Every day I'm surprised by her. Um, and also my dad like is not does not like musicals at all. But like one of their first dates was Phantom of the Opera. And then they, they like regularly started to go see it together. And so then that was my Again and again? Yeah, they just would see it over and over again. You think they role played that? Oh my God, Sorry. probably. I mean, probably. Let's be honest. Even though I don't foresee... Uh, them being into role play too much. They're both just a little bit too wound type, but maybe that's how they let loose. Yeah, I don't know. Girl, you don't you don't know. It's true. I remember I remember the day I found out that um the strictest mother of all of our friends was like and she was strict. Okay. Yeah. We were around a lot of strict people. This yeah. was next level. Apparently she was the role play queen. So I guess you never know. <laughs> Never judge a book by its cover. That's very true. That's yeah. very no, true. Mama, actually, have you seen Mamma Mia the movie? Mm-mm. It's terrible, but it's really fun. Pierce Brosnan, isn't it, right? Yes, I believe so. And like Meryl Streep? Yes. It's like a huge... Yes. Okay. Do you like Meryl? I need... Worship. Mm-hmm. You, fe- you feel apathetic towards Meryl Streep? No, I don't feel apathetic. I feel I feel away. Okay. It was after I watched this documentary. Hot take on Meryl. It was after I watched this documentary. Okay, in college I had to read this play, Mother Courage. Are you about to ruin Meryl Streep for me? No, no, no. It's purely a matter of opinion. In college, I had to read this play, Mother Courage, and then I had to watch this documentary about behind the scenes of Meryl Streep playing the role of Mother Courage. Okay, and I was just like. I know this bitch is Meryl Streep. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But one, the way she's playing this character is completely fucking wrong. And the way that she was talking about herself was just like, I am the vessel through which like mother courage comes kind of thing. And I was like, okay, okay, you need to, you need to cool your jets, lady. Okay, okay. So that just changed things for me. Where I understand. I was like, now you oh. look at her, because be, I'll be honest with you, whenever I think of Meryl Streep, my brain, and I don't know if I have any rhyme or reason for thinking this, I think humility. I'm like, oh, she is See, one of the greatest actresses of our time. Well, she, she is. Yeah, but then I also just picture her being so just like humble and like, and that's a no. No, well, I did not get that impression. I was like, you are, you are one of the greatest actresses of our time. You are. But you really believe it. And something about that just rubs me the wrong way, honey. Is there a, the, a Devil Wears Prada musical? No, but I was thinking of the Devil Wears Prada because I was like, actually, I feel like Meryl Streep is closer to the Devil Wears Prada. Because I was going to say, if there were to ever Winter. be a Devil's where the Devil Wears Prada musical, playing Miranda Priestly would be my dream role. Oh, my God. That should be a musical. It would be a great musical. Like, all the different characters in it are all so... All the different crazy, like, clothing numbers that they could do with, like, that, fashion. That, 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 and, like, yeah, like, all the... All them on changing. a revolving belt thing. Girl, you know I love in musicals a quick change. Oh, my... <laughs> yes. It wows the audience. The people love it. Yes. When you have a full reveal. Although I have some quick change horror stories from back in my day let me tell you when someone's making out with someone under the table and they're supposed to be your assistant getting you out of that back zipper oh my god and everything and i mean honestly the people did not in my theater troupe did not really take care of the clothing and it would the smell of the clothes was just it sometimes was unbearable (laughs) did i did i i feel like i've told you about this but i never tell you about how my high school theater teacher shout out to mrs kaler was like a freak about theater where she would be like um, this play was written in 1967. Those cups, those are 1969. I remember you telling me about this, and I should be like, put them back. I am 
obsessed with that. Yeah. If you're going to do it, do it right. Same with the clothes. She was like, this kind of like sack dress was not in for another few years. That's not going to work. You know what? It's like, it's respecting the art form. It is. It's like, this needs to be time accurate. And it's imparting something to your your students too. Yeah. To be like, exactly. Have Have pride in your respect. (laughs) Some goddamn respect for this craft. You call yourself musical theater students? You are not thespians? Speaking of prop people, my favorite follow on TikTok, I'm not like, you know, for TikTok, I like to scroll, but I don't follow a lot of people. Um, Jay Duckworth, he calls himself the prop master. Um, and he said it's Jay Duckworth's cabinet of curiosities. And he is an older uh, gentleman. I'm obsessed with him. That sounds so cool. And every all has all his little TikToks pop up and he'll be like, this is a candle that was used in the 1600s. And here are the purposes of it. And he like explains and how you can get like the certain type of wax on it if you're into props. And I'm, you know, I don't do props, but it's fascinating to watch. And he is the loveliest character I've ever seen in my whole life. He's just full of joy and he loves his props and timepieces so much. Do you ever think about in movies, like when you're watching, let's say like, I can't stop thinking about it now. Like, you know, if you're at Aunt Patty's house in the movie and you've got like all this shit piled up on the counter and like these things on the fridge and you think about someone having to place every single one of those. I have... I don't often, but when I suddenly do, my admiration when we when I would do theater, yeah. my admiration for the props team was through the roof. And I feel like that's like a, a craft that does not get credit. And it is so like the details and the artistry. Now, I'd be interested to talk to somebody actually in the industry because I'm curious ever like, do they just like pick someone's house to like go into and like kind of leave all the shit on the counter the way it is like if they have oh because like interesting gray's parents house is actually getting scouted for um jordan peele's second movie oh wow what was it the one jordan peele's first movie was get out yeah the second one was uh the the one where they have the twins like the people that look just like them oh i don't know you didn't see that one i don't think so can't remember what it was called anyway it was getting scouted for that and i like wonder in that case like would they you know, get put everything in the cabinets and closets or would they be like, you know, let's leave out the toaster with the bread piled on top with the vitamins on the counter with the, you know, I bet that they look for that maybe when they're scouting. We've had um, at our old home, we lived on a street that was like we didn't know this when we moved in. That was infamous for being shot on. Oh. So they'd shoot TV shows all the time on our street. it looked like a homey home. Yeah, it was like this little street that was kind of, it was very like trees and old school and it looked very like quaint, um, which in the area in LA where we were, it was kind of this random street that looked that way um, where the houses weren't like gigantic. Uh You know what I mean? Um, So that, it was sometimes the most annoying because sometimes they would be like, we're shooting on your street. Yeah, we're taking up the entire street. And you can't drive up and down your street for four days. Yeah. And you get nothing. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And I had an infant at the time. Yeah, so so I'm how like, can they even do that? I don't, you know? I don't understand. But every once in a while, you'd luck out and they would decide to, you know, use your side yard for craft services or even better, your home. Mm-hmm. And that is a lucrative business, my friends, oh, because yeah. they pay well. And if it means where you're like, okay, like I just got to get in a hotel for a couple days. Now, unfortunately for us, they would only use our side for craft services. So we wouldn't get paid the same amount. And so then I would just be like in the house. 
I'd be in the house breastfeeding Ember, looking through the window at like <laughs> Ray Romano, and I'd be like, <laughs> "Hello, hello, cookies, anyone? Notice me? I'm a star." <laughs> Just like randomly walk out and be like, drop something really dramatically, and be like, "Oh my goodness, looking for any extras." But they did try. They almost uh, used our house one time. They used our neighbors instead. But they were. It was going to be like I was like, this is crazy. The amount of money that goes into. I wonder how much they shift around. Like when they told us that they were going to with hours, and I don't know if it's. We're going to have to bulldoze it for the <laughs> no, It was scene. also a little bit offensive where I'm like, okay, like, are you really shaming my interior decorating that much? But they're like, we're going to have to, if we use your home, we're going to have to move out literally everything. So it was going to be a whole drama. I bet they don't move it back in right either. Or maybe I, they do. I don't think so. They're like, here, um, we'll take pictures so you can remember where everything goes. And that was something goes. to Good consider. Luck. And that's maybe why we lost it because I made Evan try to upsell them. So I was like, Evan, tell them that you have an infant and that like... And they're when like, they come in, yeah. they're going to have to like really make sure that everything is brought back perfectly and we're not going to have to worry about it. And they probably were like, this bitch is just really demanding for someone getting free. <laughs> we'll find someone without a baby, free, actually. Free money. Pretty much getting free cash. <laughs> like, I'll just go stay at a hotel for a couple Dude, days. that is a lot, like, though, demanding. especially if you do have to put everything back. And you know how people handle stuff that's not theirs, yeah. you know, like. Just Granted, kind of... all of our stuff was shit. And so if they would have, you know, dinged something, <laughs> yeah, it would have been You need to reimburse like... us now. And this couch was $1,300. I put this together by hand. It cost $150. I've had it for five years but since the, college. But the labor and sentimentality, I would I would say it's like $1,400. But this night table means everything to me. So if you damage it, you will pay double because of emotional costs. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Boom. Uh, okay, so... The, the theater biz, the movie biz. Show biz, baby. Do you know what this is, was about to become? This was about to become our music episode that we did, the music broads episode, oh. where like we then just start talking about musical theater for like an hour and a half, which I could talk about musical theater for and movies and all three that. hours. The broads did want us to talk about at some point, do an episode like what we did with the music episode uh, with movies. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm not a huge movie buff. I... I've watched a movie or two in my life. <laughs> I've watched one or three. Um, I've watched The Lion King. I feel like... I, I suppose my music is would be similar to this. I would feel very like older millennial I, if I would be talking about movies because I felt like I watched a lot of movies when I was young. So most of the movies I'm attached to are like random old movies that aren't like that famous that people would be like okay like i don't dare i derail us and ask us what those movies <laughs> ask you what those movies are oh god <laughs> sure what movies were they one well so for me um harrison ford was the apple of my sure. eye King. so as soon as i saw him in star wars yes, yes i yes. thought I must. I must watch him in I Indiana Jones. I must watch this and everything, which is also how I interacted with Richard Gere. As soon as I saw Richard Gere, I was like, mm, major daddy, mm -hmm. and I now must watch everything. Um, there was a movie called Regarding Henry. Never heard of that in my life. With um, Harrison Ford. Now, there's sometimes these moments where I think about some of these old movies, and I question if they'd be uh, problematic when I when I... 
That was like Blade Runner. Them. I was watching that and I was like, oh, this is sexual assault. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, exactly. Like exactly. That. And I'm like, and if you if you wouldn't have brought that up, I haven't seen Blade Runner in so long yeah. that I'd be like, I loved Blade Runner. Yeah. But like now if I rewatched well, it, I'd be like, it's a good movie. Oh. But you're like, this is not yeah. with the times. Well, regarding Henry was a movie about, oh gosh, it was really emotional. And it wasn't one of uh, Harrison Ford's big movies, but his acting was fantastic in it. Wow, I'm going to um, Google it. So in the movie, this happens in the first five minutes. So this is, you know, okay. spoiler, is alert. Is. spoiler alert. Um, he is a uptight businessman who's like having affairs on his wife uh, and like isn't present for his kids. Big time lawyer, I think. And you're just he's very unlikable. Uh-huh. And he ends up getting oh, it. Benning. Interesting. Yeah. And he ends up getting in a tragic accident or it was an, maybe it was an assault. And he um, has huge traumatic brain injury. Uh. So then in the movie, he is uh, a lot of the movie. He is in the hospital uh, in rehabilitation and Mm. he doesn't have any memory of his wife or kids. Oh, I feel like I remember hearing about this like when I was a kid. And it's a really heavy movie dealing with like, you know, talking about not like when you're in the situation and then someone doesn't have these memories, like you then like without consent can't force a relationship on somebody. Right. And so it's him interacting and he's like this very different person. And um, he is this very like sweet person. And he's like, is like he paints a ton and and it's it's like really really heavy emotionally it's got 43 percent on rotten tomatoes well fuck rotten (laughs) (laughs) that's how i felt the other day when i looked up robin hood the cartoon like i looked that up on rotten tomatoes like that cart that movie's iconic it's a full that's such an iconic movie are you kidding me right what's the song in that movie Robin Hood and Little John run That one's boys. great too. But I mean, when him and him and Maid Marian are falling in love. Oh my God! I down like five years ago. I had downloaded that on iTunes. Love. It seems like only yesterday. <gasps> That's kind of like a great a first wedding away. dance. Now you're all grown up inside of me. Oh, how fast those moments flee. Once we watched a lazy world go by, now the days seem to fly. You guys should renew your vows to that song. Life is brief, but when it's gone, love goes on and on. That's what you renew your vows to. Becca, that was so pretty. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I'm literally crying. This is really embarrassing. Um, Four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What audience score of eighty-one percent? Duh. But critics said fifty-four percent. What? One of the weaker Disney adaptations lacks the majesty and excitement of the studio's early efforts. What? I know. Lacks. Lacks. I? How actually dare they? I. How? The washed-out muted colors are a mistake. Oh. It has little memorable magic says Alan Howard, who is canceled. (laughs) The muted colors, dude, it was like, it was made in, what the? I love that, like, the colors in that. I love that it's a little muted. Even at its best, Robin Hood is only mildly diverting. (laughs) I 
I read that like every once in a while. I'm about like, to break about- this fucking mic stand. Every I'm once- so angry. Every once in a while, like if I think about a childhood movie that I love, I'll like look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. And this is one of them. Where, like sometimes I'll go and read the Rotten Tomatoes views, like or reviews, like The Borrowers, for instance. Yes. And you'll read the Rotten Tomatoes, and you're like, I see that. And then something like Robin Hood. Like, you're going to come for Robin Hood? It's so fun. Like, okay. I'm going to get yelled at for this. But, like, I feel like there are other classic Disney movies that you should come for before Robin Hood. Tell me which one. Say it. Just fucking say it. I just don't I just don't feel like Cinderella is that exciting. No, Cinderella's... I like Cinderella. Like, I, I, I always like, like Cinderella, but you know. Now the Cinderella that I'm going to rewatch for was Brandy Cinderella. Um, Brandy and Whitney Houston Cinderella? Are you kidding me? And they did the original Rodgers and Hammerstein, like the, 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 that music? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Iconic. In my own little corner, in, in my, my own little chair. Yeah, we, could, we should do some numbers from that if we're going to do a number. Oh that, that was so good. And Bernadette Peters as the wicked stepmother. She was so Isn't good. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi the Goldberg queen? is the queen. I forget the Jason Alexander is like <laughs> like the, the queen's like, you know, assistant or second command or whatever. And then I don't remember the name of the prince, but oh Lord, I watched that movie the other day and that man oh, is Oh, you did watch it the other day. Yeah, I oh showed it to God. Ember. She loved so it. I uh uh that man is handsome. I need to look up who that is. Wow, and beautiful voice. Mm. And Whitney. I mean. Impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now, that is one thing. That, that, uh, that is absolutely incredible. The original cartoon, maybe again, it might just be a, I just wasn't raised on it. I adult. But I just don't have any, like, I'm kind of like, all right, like, it just is kind of. It just feels a little bland no, to me. I agree. Like, like I said, Robin Hood. I I delight in as an adult. Cinderella. I'm it. not going to delight in. No, not at all. The 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 Robin Hood movie. I will watch with glee. Prince John. Oh, my, it's so fun. You know, the first scene when they're stealing from him and they're and sucking they're like, off the rings. Yes! <laughs> yes! When they take all the jewels. I mean, that's so iconic. And the one is like the the bear is like trying to be this woman with these big breasts full of yes. coins and is like ooh, making eyes at the guards. It's so funny. And they're pretending to be fortune tellers. It's just amazing. Wow. wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. And their little romance is just it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's not creepy at all. No. It's unproblematic. It's unproblematic. He's robbing the rich to feed the poor. The Robin Hood is an icon. The scene? Our socialist icon. The scene where it breaks my heart to this day where Sheriff, uh, what? What's his oh, name? Sheriff of Nottingham. Sh- uh, yeah. Is he the sheriff? Yeah, he is a sheriff. Where he comes and he he's like, it's my birthday coin, sir. I just got it for my birthday. It's a little bunny. Oh, and he's like, Sorry, King King Prince John doesn't need his money and steals the takes the little coin from the little bunny for his birthday. See, this is the movie we should be showing our children. Not yes. Sleeping Beauty and Snow White who are getting kissed <laughs> non consensually. Maybe you should be watching Robin Hood. No. Is all I'm saying. The Republicans will not like that. <laughs> Maybe you should be watching <laughs> some more Robin Hood. Robin Hood. 
Robin Hood. I mean, so those movies, uh, a movie that I am ridiculously emotionally attached to. um, I can't wait to hear. Like to a problem level, like where if I'm in the same room as this as a person and you are not fully investing in this movie, I get upset and it's the only movie that is like this. And as an adult watching it, None of the adults in the room want to invest in this movie. So it doesn't go well when I show people is The Muppets Christmas Carol. The Muppets Christmas Carol is one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't think I've ever seen it. Understood. Not, you know, not a ton of people watch this. No, I just recently watched it with Ruth for Christmas last year. It's so good. It's so good. And they do. They they have like the entire uh, Christmas story is like the Charles Dickens Christmas story. Gonzo reads it so you're he- like you're hearing the original text right but then they have the soundtrack is a 10 out of 10 it's okay. so good and Michael Caine is Scrooge Michael Caine the king is Scrooge and he's so good in it it, ma- it made me think of it when you said it brought up the little bunny mm. because there's a scene where there's that little famous Muppet who's like the, this tiny tiny bunny is so cute and at one point he knocks on Scrooge's door and he's like he's Christmas caroling and Scrooge opens the door and he's like good King Wallace looked around on the feast of Stephen when the skillet runs about deep and crisp and even and then Scrooge like kicks snow on him and he's like under and he's like oh and it's so sad and he runs away and like Gonzo pops in and he's like he had a cold heart Scrooge <laughs> it's so good so you still love it still love it love the ghosts of Christmas pa- or uh, no Mar- sorry Marley and Marley in the story you know his old partners yes. are the two old guys yes, from yes, the Muppets yes, who yes, always yes. like talk shit yes. in the corner and they're like Scrooge I mean it's yeah. so good it's so good kermit is bob cratchit yes yes okay yeah i recently did i think ruth and i were sick like last no it was like december it wasn't even last year it was like the year before last um so i wasn't fully paying attention but you know what i will reinvest this this again it's one of those movies where it's like i understand if as an adult you rewatch it and you're kind of like uh don't get what you got here but for some reason that that movie it's also because i read like we'll read the book every christmas time it's like my tradition and then i love the movie attached to it and i made evan watch it when we first got married and he fell asleep two minutes in um divorced no he woke up to me sitting on the other side of the couch crying and he was like what's wrong and the credits were rolling and i was like i just don't feel like you love me (laughs) (laughs) it just shows that you can't invest in the things that i care about and like that just says a lot (laughs) he's like he's like okay so sorry oh we can watch it again right now and it was like one in the morning and he's like trying to keep his eyes open (laughs) you're like you're immediately like okay (laughs) really (laughs) sure (laughs) i love a holiday movie Okay, bras, another quick pause here. It is time to chat about my favorite razor, Billy. Listen, you know how we feel about body hair over here at Chatty Bras. We say don't shave if you don't want to. Shave if you do want to. And if you do want to shave, shave where you want to. And if you want to, you should shave with Billy. I'm telling you, I have never experienced a shave like a Billy shave. You broads know my body hair experience and that I don't shave. But I can tell you what an amazing company Billy is. They promote whatever you want to do with your body hair. But they also see the issues within the system, like the dreaded pink tax, where women's razors are historically more expensive than men's for literally no reason. I remember when I used to buy razors, I used to get the men's all the time because I was like, what the? This is ridiculous. ridiculous. But enter Billy. Billy created the starter kit for just nine 
$8, which comes with plenty of blades, a razor handle, a shower holder, and when you need refills, you can get them for just $4. That is such a good price. That's less than half the price of a drugstore razor, but the quality is so, so much better. So much better. Those razor refills are so expensive. They're so expensive. It's I, 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 I've forgotten how expensive they are because I only use Billy now, and I looked at a drugstore the other day, and I was absolutely shocked. And I know the quality in comparison to Billy is nothing. I use the Billy razor, and I love it. It's honestly the smoothest shave I have ever gotten with a razor by a mile. I can't stuff them in my legs afterwards. I make everybody feel them. Um, I'll never go back to another razor, and that's a fact. If shaving isn't your thing, also, Billy has plenty of other non-toxic premium self-care products to stock your bathroom with. Uh, My personal favorite is their dry shampoo. It's so good. They have fantastic dry shampoo, but honestly, everything I've tried from Billy, I've been in love with, but dry shampoo tip. To express a little love for our show, you can go to mybilly.com slash chatty. It's a small way you can support us while getting the best razor you'll ever own. It's just $9 to get your starter kit plus free shipping always. Go to mybilly.com slash chatty. That's mybilly spelled B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash chatty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll be honest, broads, the way I'm wired, the last thing I want to do at the end of a long day when I am so hungry is to try to come up with a healthy meal Ooh. for myself. Yeah, I know you're making me tired just thinking about <laughs> I'm it. So sorry. But I have wanted to start cooking from home more often because having wonderful meals together and spending time with your family just means so much. And the love of a home cooked meal, I just I feel like you can't beat it. Well, thanks to Green Chef, I can always have something delicious on the table for my family in no time. If you've heard us talk about HelloFresh before, then you already know the drill because Green Chef is actually owned by HelloFresh. So the process is the same. You just have more options now. Mm -hmm. And Green Chef is perfect if you're looking to prioritize health or cater to specific restrictions because they're the first certified organic meal delivery service that and they have a ton of meal options for vegans, paleo eaters, vegetarians and so many others. They just like have they have a lot of options. They really do. Green Chef delivers everything you need to your door. I mean, everything you get super easy. Easy, you're going to get super easy to follow instructions as well as pre-portioned, mostly prepped ingredients. This means you'll get to spend way more time enjoying your meals and way less time grocery shopping, preparing and cleaning up. Mm. Um, I love that no matter how busy my day gets or how chaotic our family schedule is, we can always set aside aside time, even if it's just 30 minutes to slow down and have dinner together. It means a lot. Go to greenchef.com slash 90chatty and use code 90chatty to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash 90 slash 90chatty and use code 90chatty to get $90 off, including free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Okay, but have you seen Muppets Treasure Island? Um, it scared me as a child and I kind of wanted to segue into like movies that traumatized you as a oh, kid. Oh, love that. Uh, you know what's funny is I felt similar, Becca. Like I, weird. I loved the Muppets growing up so much. I loved Muppet Babies, yes. the cartoon when I was little. Um, but I, I, tr- I remember watching Treasure Island once as a kid and it really freaked me out. Like, big time. And I never watched it again. I'd be curious to watch it now. Okay, like, from what I remember as a kid, there was, like, they get, like, cabin fever on the ship or something. Yes. And then there was, like, some guy that's, like, blind. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, really, really scary. Yeah, yeah. And it was really creepy yes. to me. Yes, I I remember feeling those exact same things. There was, whenever they had um, children's, uh, children's movies do classic literature... There was always there was weird. always some that scared me because there's a lot of really frightening books. Like remember Wishbone? 
Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, Wishbone was a fucking good TV Wishbone. show. Wishbone. I should show Ember What's Wishbone. The story? Wishbone. Wishbone broads. If you don't know, if that's not in your age demo, Wishbone was a little <gasps> Jack Russell that would come <sighs> come around and teach kids. Like they would go over like classic lit. I feel like I learned so many totally historical was, references yeah. too, like historical fiction. I remember they did Wishbone Journey to the Center of the Earth, which is actually a very frightening. The book freaks me out. A fantastic I've seen the book. movies. Uh, I haven't actually seen the movie, but I, I had read the there's book. Two. There's the old one and there's the new one with Brendan Fraser. Must watch. <laughs> <laughs> Interest is peaked. <laughs> it's actually very fun and fantastical, you know. Uh, but I remember Wishbone did it and I remember being really freaked out. Also, Wishbone did the time machine. And oh, that I was... I I saw one. I remember there was scary. one where a Wishbone, one where they're doing like a... Uh, a tale of two cities or something. Oh yeah. And but instead of chopping heads, they were chopping cabbage. And I was like very confused as a kid. Mm. And it was like weird. And it was almost more creepy that they were like chopping cabbage Angrily. instead of heads. Yeah. And it was just Yeah, weird. some of those topics are a little dicey to talk about <laughs> with children. <laughs> Gotta find some way to navigate those <laughs> yes. in a way. Yeah. That was scary. Also, um, did you ever watch uh 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 Pete the Magic Dragon? I saw Pete the Magic Dragon one time and it scared me half to death. <laughs> the scary family members, like the, the creepy, yes. yes, whatever, whoever they were, aunts, uncles, whatever. Yes. I was like, honestly, I feel like I could watch it now and I'd be like, this feels like a horror movie to me. Uh, my little brother would wake up in the middle of the night crying <laughs> no. because of those characters. <laughs> the Magic Dragon. <laughs> he like thought they were going to come get him. It was really scary. Some of those old, like, what is it? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I feel like there are really creepy parts of that. I don't quite remember. Oh, no. The child catcher is. Oh, the ch that's what it is. Yeah. No, 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 no. The, but then there's also like a creepy musical number where like the queen is kind of trying to kill the king. And it's like my little like lollipop or something. And it's like. And she's like, trying, and he, or no, he's trying to like kill her through the whole time. Scary. It's weird. They're the scary. child catcher is certifiably one of the most traumatizing things out of any children's film ever. He's like a long nose. He's like, children, oh my God. come in my, come get a candy, children. And then gets them in a cage and takes them from their parents. I mean, it's so scary. How is this a lot? Like, how is this? I the think children's... they were trying to teach children not to take candy from strangers. I understand that. You know, speaking of quick diversion is that Ember, for the first time, she came home from school a couple days ago and she said, uh, I won't say their names, the children, but I'll change their names. She said, uh, Samantha, who's one of her good friends. She's like, mommy. Today, Samantha was trying to escape the school. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, Ember? And she was like, Samantha and Natasha were trying to find a key from the teachers because they said they wanted to leave the school. And I'm like, why did they want to leave the school? She's like, because they just want to leave. They're done with school. They want to be done. Badasses. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm I'm laughing to myself, like, okay, like it's kind of this fun little kids game. And she goes, and then Natasha found one of the key keys. It was the sunflower key. And we went to the gate and we tried to put it into the keyhole and it fit, but it wouldn't turn. And I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> my God. And I know exactly like what gate she's talking about. And I know like the teachers are watching and all that. But it's just more the concept that I was like. Ember, what did you say uh, to Samantha and Natasha about... Stop, this yeah. is making and, me feel unsafe. Yeah, and then she said, and I was just asking her, I was like, well, did you want to also leave right. the school? And she goes, no, 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 no. I'm like, did you 
did you tell them how you felt? She's like, yeah, I told them that we can't leave the school because what if we can't find our mommies and daddies afterwards? And I was like, smart. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I'm like, would you, I said, if they would have gotten out, would you have followed, or if they would have gotten out, would you have followed them? Or do you think you would have stayed inside? And she's like, no, I would have stayed inside. I'm like, I think that that's a great choice. I said, you know, and then I was explaining. Fuck, Fuck Samantha and Natasha, bro. <laughs> Peace <laughs> out. But I was like, I was, then I'm like, okay. I'm like, Ember, um, let's talk about, cause I'm like, I had never really had that conversation before. There's scary like, people this in is the world whole... that might want to do bad things and to you. I all of a sudden realized that I hadn't had this conversation. I'm like, how am I supposed to have this conversation? Like this is so this feels so frightening and I don't want to scare her, but I also want her to like be prepared. And so I was like talking to her about like if any of the kids were to ever get out, I'm like, I said you have to go tell one of the teachers and we we're talking about 911 and all that type of stuff. And then I brought up them there being scary people and and, you know, she heard me. And then after a few minutes, she was like, can we be done talking about this? I'm kind of freaked out. <laughs> and I said, and I said, yes, sweetheart. I'm like, we're good. We're good. I said, you, I'm like, you understand what mommy's saying. I said, I just want to make sure that, you know, because, you know, we have to be safe and all this stuff. So yesterday she tells me, <laughs> I'm like, out of nowhere, she goes, uh, guess what? I told Samantha and Natasha that they cannot try to escape. Cause I, I told her this, I said, Ember, I'm like, mommy is having private conversation with you. I said, um, it's, it's, uh, N Natasha and Samantha's mommy and daddy's responsibility yeah. to talk to them about some of those things that are a little frightening. Yeah. I said, so I, so let's not go to school yeah. and talk about people taking children. Yeah. It's basically what I'm trying to get at. I'm like, but what you can say to them is that if they get out of the school, their mommies and daddies, how how will they be able to find their mommies and daddies and it's not safe yeah. and, and talk about that. Yeah. And so Ember said, I told Natasha and Samantha that they cannot leave the school and try to escape because they could lose their mommies and daddies. And I said, what did, what did Samantha say? And she said, Samantha said, doesn't matter. We got to get out of here. <laughs> kids movie where it's like we gotta get out of the, the school escape, yeah, the exactly. escape. they're like we're gonna tunnel under no we're gonna do slingshots and it's just like a full movie to me i was just like oh my gosh I wonder that what is samantha so samantha good. sounds like she's gonna be you know that's another segue chicken run one of the best kids movies of all time girl what, whatever that company is that does like Wallace and Gromit, Chicken Run, they're all out that of stuff. They're, they're out so of good. They're so good. So good. Mrs. Tweety <laughs> is so iconic. It's Mr. So Tweety. <laughs> also, like, uh, in, in, did you ever see like the original? Yeah, like, the, yes, The where, Great Escape. Uh, oh, no, oh. I'm the, the original oh, oh, Wallace oh. and Gromit oh. where they get in like he makes that rocket in his house and their goal is to get to the moon because it's made out of cheese yes. and then they go to the moon and they start eating it it's what 30 minutes the most relaxing mm. thing you'll ever it watch really it's one of those things like I, sometimes i think about it, i'm like maybe i should just turn it on and try to fall asleep because yeah. it is so the whole thing is so quiet and it's just like the claymation is so beautiful and their little accents but have you ever seen the original great escape a long time ago because watching that movie and like putting the connection every single reference of chicken run yeah about how chicken run is just chickens trying to escape like these prisoners yeah. of wars it's amazing oh my god 
I mean, it's amazing. I gotta watch. I gotta rewatch. I th- those movies were so good, so good. Um, one movie that's really stood the test of time in terms of musicals is Singing in the Rain. I showed Gray mm. that for the first time last <sighs> year. He was like, "This is just amazing." You know, I saw like a couple, probably like twenty minutes of it. Um, in a hotel a few months ago, and I remember. No, I've seen oh, it many okay, times okay, before, okay, but okay. it had been a long time since I'd watched it. And I remember, and I'm watching it, it was just like, wow, like the way that they had the sets and everything is just so beautiful. Like the the dan- the musical sequence where it's like, gotta dance, oh, and yeah. he's like running through all these different sets. Well, it's like sets. 10 minute long, or maybe 15 minute yeah, long. Yeah, it's long. It's the best. Gotta dance. And then there's, yeah, there's like this one scene where me and my sister were obsessed where it, with, with it, where it was like, the springtime woman is whatever. And it would be like this woman, they were like in these little yes. tableaus of these women, all these, all these crazy outfits from like mm. the 50s. Anyway. What's a, what's a romantic movie you enjoy? Like what's a romantic movie that like, whew, makes you feel all the tingles inside? Mm. I'll really have to think about that one. And I'm sure it'll come to me. Can you tell yours? I have a, I mean, I have a few. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite romantic, like comedy movies is Runaway Bride. Um, I love Runaway Bride. I love Julia Roberts so much. And her. I feel and, like I've ever seen that one like front to end. You it's, know? I felt like, I feel like it holds up. I saw it okay. recently and, uh, and her Julia Roberts and Richard Gere's chemistry, obviously pretty woman. Like it's their chemistry yeah. is through the roof. Um, but it feels, it's one of those movies that like the music is so good. It's like hollow notes, a lot of like that. Yeah. And it feels good and it feels happy and warm. Obviously there's some rough parts in it, but they're, I like their banter. I, you know, <laughs> we love a New Yorker and he's like, rough New York journalist and she's just kind of like you know has her hardware store and is like the beautiful girl in like the small town and it's just it's a good one now one of my favorite romance ones which is we don't need to even dive into it it's we've talked about a million times but that thing you do is actually one of my favorite like romance we'll just make this very clear broad (laughs) best movie ever And my other favorite, which is, <laughs> you see, the thing is, like, two of my favorite romance movies that immediately come to mind are just two of my favorite movies in general that aren't really categorized as romantic movies. No, but, but you, like, feel That thing it. you do and Parent Trap were two of my favorite, like, the romance, I loved the romance between the two in the parent trap mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when there's like this scene where like they're in the cellar or something are we talking the original parent trap no. or the Lindsay lohan Lindsay version? lohan okay. i'm talking Lindsay lohan with um with um oh god what is it uh dennis quaid and uh what's her name r.i.p natasha um she she passed away oh was that leon uh liam yes Neeson's wife yes oh gosh that was so tragic natasha i always forget her Anyway, I think it was in the top. Wow, oh my goodness. But yeah, it was the two of them and there's this scene where she's, ugh, they're in the wine cellar and, you know, they just like want to kiss, but then they're both, like, he's with someone else, but then they have all this romance from years and ugh. years gone by. It's just so romantic to me. Oh my goodness. And in the end where they show up in London and whatever, I, that's just, I love their romance story. It feels so real to me. Yeah. And maybe it's because I connected with it as a child and I'm like, oh my God, if my oh, parents no, of ever course. split up, like... They would come back together or something, but I love their. My parents didn't get yeah, divorced. Yeah, I feel like it's it's it is true though. I feel like some of those romantic movies that hit you the hardest aren't ones that are intentionally that way. Yeah, maybe sometimes those ones feel a little more real. Yeah, 
just because it's like part a part of the story but not the entire story did you ever watch fiddler on the roof loved oh, can i tell you something oh, gosh i'm about to reveal this is gonna be what oh well whatever what someone might be able to place who this person i'm talking about is what? um the reason that i like fell for this one guy in college and it was like when evan and i were kind of on the tail end we were like fighting a lot and then i saw this guy and he was he was in fiddler on the roof at school and uh is it tevia yes yes, yes he yes. played tevia mm. obviously not a sexy role sure. but he he like i'll literally <laughs> i'll show you a clip later of him because it's still around he was he was tevia like he was so you know when you see someone doing what they do so well that you are like radically turned on yeah and it's like wow regardless of what you do even if like i was watching some guy at the beach the other day you know making sandcastles and he was so good at what he did it was beautiful to watch it was like you're good at making you're, sandcastles. you're seeing someone like in their flow right even yeah. if they're unicycling or making sandcastles it's or doing like whatever the fuck you're, you're doing it's like you're doing it well you're doing like it you're- so well and i saw him in this play and i was just like who is that <laughs> and i like locked in and then i had like this crush on him from afar because it was like talent and then i uh after evan and i broke up i like beelined for him and we got into somewhat of an entanglement and it you know it didn't <laughs> end great oh my God, um. <laughs> uh, because i did realize that he wasn't tevia <laughs> that was a little bit kind of what happened i can sort of like understand also just like to the character as weird it is i can kind of understand that attraction yeah yeah that weird i love like that i love them that movie mm. so so much that is so one where i try to get gray to watch it and then we had to go to bed like halfway through it and he's never actually finished it. i'm like you're just like <laughs> It's so good. And that that's even that's a romance story where they're singing the, oh. Do you love me? And the, yes, and they're singing that I part or they're just singing like no, he's like, you know, for 25 years I've lived with you, fought with you, starved with you, 25 years my bed is his. And then she's like, "Wait, if that's not love, what is?" Oh my, and you're, it's you're like, me chills watching the guy that I liked singing that song. I remember just being like, <laughs> "Yeah, it was it and like, was and as an adult you appreciate. It. You're like, "Wow, it's about like this couple like in an arranged marriage who now after all these years they've spent together they realize I suppose I do love you oh. and I love you too and like oh oh makes me emotional I just love it sunrise sunset oh. like I mean yeah that one hits different as your kids grow up is this a little oh, boy I carried is this a little girl at play I don't remember growing older when did they what a line what a line what a line yeah no that that movie definitely i watched a lot as as a child and roman was, holiday is a amazing and amazing romance movie roman holiday is an absolutely fantastic romantic movie so crushing too like the end oh. just like and about a whirlwind just a romance in a day it's just and so, it's just so visually stimulating too like yeah. it's so you know, it's black and white it doesn't even matter it's like there's like all the different like locations that they're at and the scenes and the clothes, all the clothes and some of those old timey movies. I just like drool over. I'm not normally one to be like, Oh, I only watch the classics, but have you seen cat on the hot tin roof? I don't know if I've seen the <gasps> whole thing through. Oh, it's okay. If I did, it was, it was a long time. One of, one of the habits that I used to have with my um grandparents is that 
I would spend the night every weekend at their house um, when I was young and we would watch uh, Turner Classic movies. Mm. And I feel like I wa- saw so many older movies that way, like a lot of like black and whites. And now, could you tell me? Could you? Oh, you know which one Gray and I recently watched a couple years ago? It's a Christmas movie with uh, Hugh Grant, daddy of all daddies. Mm. Um, You're talking about Love Actually? Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time both of us had watched it and we were like, this is amazing. It's a great movie. (laughs) That's a really good one. You know what? It's one of those movies where people are like... (sighs) I know. Cliche. Everybody like love uh, love actually. Like it's corny. I'm like, it's great. It's really good. The Liam Neeson cast. The Liam Neeson part with his son. Are yes. you joking? It's, a, it's, a, it's great. It's an incredible movie. Um, now, any rom-com that you think is vastly overrated? Mm. Okay. Oh boy. Here it comes. Here it comes. With the exception of one movie, I am not a Cameron Diaz fan. Mm, And I feel like everybody loves Cameron Diaz. Now, her on a personal level, I've heard from people who have worked with her, she is wonderful and lovely and fantastic. No, Cameron Diaz does not do it but for Cameron me either. Diaz, it doesn't, it, it, I don't connect with in movies. I, I, I just, it's just, it doesn't feel real to me a lot of times. So the second I see her kind of on the screen, I just, so any kind of rom-com with her minus The Holiday. The Holiday is one of my... It. The Holiday is one of my favorite <laughs> movies ever. And it's a great movie to watch. It's... I actually made Evan watch it the other day because he had never seen it. And uh, it's with Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, Jack Black, and Kate Winslet in it. And they house swap. Kate Winslet and uh, Cameron Diaz swap houses for like the Christmas holiday. And it is romantic and cozy and sweet. (gasps) I've seen this on TV before. I I know what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I thought I had Kate Winslet in it. Yes. It's such a good movie. Wait, okay, but here's the thing. Justice for the Holidays. This is funny because it has Jude Law in it. And I was just about to say, for some reason, I think she looks just like Jude Law. For real? Bizarrely, sometimes when she makes certain facial expressions, I think she looks just like him. Well, they have a moment in this. (laughs) Well, yes, I know. I just looked at the movie and I just saw that. And I was like, well, that's the funny thing is that their siblings are dating. To me, he looks <laughs> a lot like Jude Law. That's so funny. I mean, can you kind of understand? Yeah, I can kind of see it. Yeah, actually, like the I kind of can. the eyes and kind of the face structure. Like, look, look at their eyes. Look at their eyes. They do have very similar eyes. I had a dream last night that was really weird involving Jude Law, where he was this restaurant owner and Grayston and I were both in this like toxic relationship with him. It was very weird. Did you recently watch a Jude Law movie? No. And now like I really feel like I know him intimately (laughs) after this really weird dream. But yeah, we were both like in toxic relationship with him where we were both like kind of enamored with him. Gray and I both were there. There was nothing actually sexual happening, but we were both like enamored with him. And then we were like in his restaurant and he was just like being super manipulative. But he was sort of this like grandiose kind of like figure who like commanded the, this like French restaurant that he owned. And he was like a chef. But we but he just, you know, we, we were it was very toxic. Oh, my God. It felt like a movie that I was in in my dream. Maybe that was 
the universe like giving you a movie I mean, and they I were like cast that, jude law in i it. think <laughs> that he would be perfect playing like this kind of toxic semi-abusive like hot as fuck french restaurant owner yes 1000 percent. have you seen the the show the young pope no no but i i think i would like it <laughs> broads the show the young pope i don't think it got picked up for another season because it was just one of those shows that i think it was on hbo max that like i don't think got enough like wind but ah. i can guarantee you right now mark my words it's one of those shows that in a few years people will like re like people will start watching and it'll have this like holy shit how did we not connect with this show it is it is heavy and dark and it's a lot but it is an unbelievable show like you'd love it and he plays the young pope and it's (laughs) spoiler alert spoiler alert jude law plays the young pope and he is so good in it like i've always been kind of like whatever about jude law um sometimes i like him in the movie sometimes i'm like whatever like but i never was like oh i don't i don't i didn't get like the huge jude law craze and then i saw the young pope and i was like oh now i am a jude law stan oh well, he's like uncomfortably sexy yeah yeah well and then and then and then i had never seen the holiday until some in like until the past couple years because I saw that Cameron Diaz was in it and I saw that Jude Law was in it. Like, I don't like either of them that much. So I didn't watch it. And then I watched it and I was like, holy oh, yeah, shit. Isn't he like the brother of the oh, the house Kate that was, she's staying yes. at? Yes. And, and, he is, and he is so uncomfortably hot in yeah. it. I was just like. No, he definitely is daddy in that. We, I made Evan watch it and Evan was like, there's never been a, a hotter energy from anyone ever like okay so i think you're right i think my dream is a movie imagine a couple being in this like both of them like a straight guy and this girl being just both kind of obsessed and enamored with this restaurant owner that sounds like a fantastic and all and honestly too love a restaurant based movie love it and he has this passion for his food and you know and he is this very kind of like toxic genius kind of person yes. and he has this like you know, passion for the for the for the, for the food and oh. I'm imagining the cinematography, like the shots, would just be like stunning with like a lot of like classical music behind it, and like it's just like sexy and dark and like ooh ooh, I like it. I, I think like that that was too. the universe really gifting that to you, and they and the universe cast Jude Law for you. You didn't even have to try to figure out the cast, cast it for you. How do we make this happen? Well, you have the uh, gray family connections in the industry so that's true i think or broads you can start dming jude law not sure if he has an instagram <laughs> <laughs> dm becca she's got a great <laughs> script concept listen if we can get a response from ty pennington we can get a response from jude law they kind of have a similar look to me i can kind of see that but jude law like i could jude see law, jude law playing ty pennington but jude law looks like kind of an alien ish to me like he looks foreign but like foreign from like another planet mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah Gosh. i think it's just the eyes he is a smoke show he is a smoke show okay so how you feel about cameron diaz i feel uh-oh uh-oh I feel that way about scarlett johansson okay 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 did you see a marriage story yes i did Yes, I did. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I did start watching it when I was about to fall asleep. And so I fell asleep halfway through. I think I forced myself to fall asleep because it was making me anxious. Yes. 
Um, I do the same thing in really, really scary movies where I'm so scared yes. I will fall asleep. It's the, one of the easy ways from to get myself to fall asleep is I turn on a scary movie and I just conk out. And yeah, it's like anxiety. Or like an anxiety causing movie. Like, where shut you're off. Just like, yeah. You- <laughs> Too much. Oh my God. Wait, sorry. That brings me to, but yeah, Scarlett Johansson. And in that movie, I was kind of like, what's his face? Killed it. Oh, Adam Driver, dude. Do you know, like, what's so cool is Adam Driver's story is not one. He's like one of those true L.A. stories. True L.A. Like, he was just a kid in the Midwest who Mm -hmm. killed it in his theater class. And his professor was like, try out, you know, like for the for for these colleges. And and, and he made it from the ground up. It's pretty incredible. He really did. He was it wasn't like a family connection. It was nothing. And he is absolutely uh, everything he touches he's fantastic i remember the first time i mean i ever saw him was on girls yeah and i remember just being like i wasn't super invested in the show but one of my roommate was at the time and i remember seeing him for the first time and being like whoa like that guy's going to become a huge Mm. actor like he was like i couldn't distinguish i'm like is this this guy or is this his character like Uh i really couldn't it yeah he was unbelievable He's so Mr. Theater. Like when you see him do TED Talks and stuff, I he know. is just like thespian. I see, he was on SNL recently and he did. He was so good on it. But yeah. then he, during his opening monologue, I'm like, oh, my God, he's a theater king. Uh-huh. He's so like tap dancey. Like, yes, 100 yeah. percent. But oh, my God, in A Marriage Story, he was phenomenal. But one of my least favorite scenes, I just could not. I was like tripping out watching it. The scene, I don't know if you saw it, where Scarlett Johansson is talking to the lawyer who is... Yes. Um, what's her name? Yep, who yep, I love? Yep. Um, um, uh, Laura Dern. Thank you. Oh, love. And I was like, I feel like I am watching Scarlett Johansson audition for this role. And then some people were like, that was the meta aspect of the movie because she is like an actress in the movie. So she, you were seeing her put on like yes, a show for yes. this attorney. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but it was, okay, no, I, but... I completely hear you. I had a numerous... And you know, now that, I, now that you say it, I feel like when I do watch Scarlett Johansson, I've felt that way in numerous movies that I've watched her in. Um, I think her beauty distracts from that sometimes. But from what her maybe not quite up to the tippy t- you know like, what I think it might be what maybe I'm off but I feel like a lot of times she's cast across from some of the greatest actors and actresses of our time and so it's a little bit like what are you doing here it's almost like there was almost like how, how do you how do you act against some someone yeah like you that? wonder if like maybe she has I know this has to do with everything but like you wonder if maybe she has a really good like reputation I'm in, sure like, she the does. Community, you know what I mean? Because well, like, you know who she's. Do you know who she's married to or engaged to? Is Colin Jost, who is from SNL. Now I didn't know that. Yeah. Now in Under the Skin, which is the movie that I recommend no one to watch, <laughs> she actually is. She, she actually is quite good in that. I yeah. I she's, feel like she's one of those ones that like it like it. That I've seen a few performances where I'm like, you know who? Where she was? I think she was very good in the scandalous role of uh, he's just not that into you remember that when bradley cooper is married and she's like the other woman in it and they're like hooking up in his office and his wife is like knocking on the door to like try to help their marriage that's those scenes give me a lot of anxiety they felt really real and i felt like she like killed that role oh well this is the thing she's good at playing like aliens or 
like robots because she's also like the voice in her with um yeah. joaquin phoenix wow and she really and similarly with under the skin she's really good at playing these sci-fi roles where she's not fully human i mean what f- facts on facts so. facts on facts all that i see like the only thing i see now when i see scarlett johansson is i am a fan of a comedian named annie uh, letterman annie letterman fantastic comedian mm-hmm. Uh, looks identical to Scarlett Johansson, and it's literally now all now because I, I regularly watch oh, yeah. Annie Letterman stuff. All of that I see is Scarlett Johansson, or all that I think about when I uh, watch Scarlett Johansson in a oh, movie I've seen this girl is I'm before. like, oh, it's Annie Letterman. That's so funny. I can totally see that. They look like sisters for sure. She would be great on the podcast, by the way. Broads, hit her up. She'd be hilarious. I think she's a Bachelor watcher too. It's like this lip. And like, no, I don't know, construction of like this part of her face mm-hmm. is like so Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else there's. I, I definitely also have some really like guilty pleasures. Like bring on the guilty pleasures. Like I love stupid shit sometimes like failure to launch. Don't get me started. <laughs> if it's on TV, everything stops and I watch it. <laughs> And that's the only time that I'll watch it. Like, I'm, I'll never, like, I don't go looking for failure to launch because I'm like, Jessica, you're above this, right? And then it comes on TV and I'm just like, stop everything. And I'll watch, and I love that movie. And it's got Zoe Deschanel in it. And it's also got What's-His-Face from National Treasure, which is one of the best movies Justin ever. Justin Bartha. He's Talk hot. about hottie. Ca- like, like, casual hottie. Like, you're like, he always plays this, like, nerd role, and I'm like, hmm. And he's so sexy, because you're like, oh, he's the guy in the friend group that you'd be like, I want to hook up with him. (laughs) Just be like, yeah, everyone's kind of like, you see people, like, friend zone him a lot, and you're just like, Right, because they're going uh for Matthew McConaughey, and meanwhile, you're like, I'm going I'm going straight to Justin (laughs) Bartha. Only reason I watched National Treasure was for Justin Bartha, because you know my passionate hatred of Nick Cage. Uh, so I was like, I'm not watching National Treasure. And then my roommate was like, Justin Barth is in it. And I was like, I'm watching National Treasure now. National Treasure is so fucking good. I learned so much about history. It American actually history. was a really good movie. Even even though I can't stand Nick Cage, I, I watched it with pleasure. And also, who's the me- who's the bad guy in it? Mm, I forget. He's, uh, I gotta look it up. But anyway, that movie is like, I, I learned so, one if by land, two if by sea. One lantern. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so the British, the British came by land. I can remember that, you know? The Declaration of Independence. We're going to steal the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. No, that's the failure to launch is a guilty pleasure. I don't know if this is considered a guilty pleasure, but it is one of my favorite movies of all time is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah, that's a good one. Matthew McConaughey. Love How to Lose I a mean, Guy in 10 Matthew Days. I mean, Matthew McConaughey is zaddy's fuck. I mean, he's he's cliche <laughs> have in you seen, all the right ways. Have you seen Mud? No. It's like one of his serious roles and it is so good. Who? So good. What is that about? Um, it's kind of like a um, mud. It's like a fugi- like a Mississippi fugitive movie. Okay, and oh, it, and it involves yes. him and like a younger boy. Yes, 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 oh, yes, yes. Oh my yes, god, yes. it's no, really actually, good. Yes. And it's also like one of those movies too, where it's like the 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 score for the movie and the cinematography, and but like Matthew McConaughey's acting in it is like unbelievable. I remember when Matthew McConaughey shifted from being Mister like rom com guy. 
one of the first rom-coms I ever saw him in was The Wedding Planner with J-Lo. Uh-huh. I, uh, mm, I do not like J-Lo's acting. It's horrible. She's one where she gets, she pulls on my heartstrings with the acting. Oh. I, I, I watch it and I'm like, I don't feel like this is great, but <laughs> I just love these movies. <laughs> love Wedding Planner. Like, I mean, um, what was the other one of hers that I loved so much? But yeah, I loved all those. But I remember when Matthew McConaughey shifted and he went from like only doing rom-coms to then doing these like intense series like Dallas Buyers Club or Interstellar. Even like Lincoln Lawyer. It was like way more of like a serious movie. And Uh yeah, it and I was like, like fool's gold. Broads, I bet we could get Matthew McConaughey on this show because he's been doing the podcast circuit. Um, he has like two different podcasts already. He's done like 17 podcasts in the past couple months because he's promoting his His book. book. I feel like we could get him on the podcast. I think honestly, maybe we I would be kind of starstruck. I would be super awkward. And I Did would you watch just... Sahara. That was like a terrible movie yes. that we used to watch all the time as a kid. Yep, yep, yep. That was another TV one for me. That one really scared me about like toxic waste. That was scary. Oh, yeah. Anyway. The um, mummy used to scare me. The maybe... mummy scared the shit out of me. It was Sahara mummy, my brain. Um, but uh, I, I feel like we could get Matthew McConaughey on, honestly. And I, because he's run, not associated with The Bachelor. <laughs> okay, one of my favorite, yes, one of my favorite roles he's in is actually, did you ever see Bernie starring Jack Black? I didn't. Oh my God. It's with Shirley MacLaine, Jack Black, Matthew McConaughey. And it's about Love all these Jack, actors. It's a, tr- a true story. Broads, if you're going to watch any movie from this, please watch Bernie. It's set as a mockumentary. Okay. But it's about a real thing that happened where this guy who was a uh, makeup, like a mortician, who was like living in the small southern town who was maybe closeted gay his name was bernie a really sweet guy everyone in the community loved him became like an assistant to this older bitchy woman in the town and he did everything for her they would go on vacation together all of this and then one day he snapped and he shot her (laughs) and then hid her in the deep freezer of her house because he panicked and didn't know what to do oh my god yes Oh, and then my he God. kept pretending for like nine months that like she was still alive. She was just ill because he just didn't know what to do. And then her family came a looking and uh, yeah, found out. Yeah. And then he and then he went to jail. But I believe like now. But it is a wild story. Bernie. And Matthew McConaughey plays the sheriff of the town and they have okay. all these characters. So they're doing interviews like it's a mockumentary and they're ba- all based off of real people. And so at the end, they show side by side with the oh, real sheriff, with the that real. That is my most favorite. Right. That's my most favorite thing you that movies can do is when you actually it. at the end, you see the characters like who you're watching. You're like, oh, my God, they were real. I know some people don't like Matthew McConaughey, but I I just li- I like that he is kind of full of himself. It's kind of amazing, actually. Broad, sorry, I had to turn the air on because it is five thousand degrees in here. <laughs> um, I know I feel the same way. There's some a- there's some actors and actresses that I'm like, oh yeah, they seem full of themselves, yeah. whatever. And then for some reason, some just it's like I kind of like that like <laughs> vibe. I like it. I like yeah. the cockiness. Like I mean. Right, and then it's like then, but he, but he's not like Meryl Streep cocky, you know. He's just speaking of cocky. Like, what are your what are your thoughts on Christian Bale? I don't know about much of Chris. I don't know much about Christian Bale, like outside of his acting. Let's say, but <sighs> Christian Bale. Are you please say Newsies? No, in Little Women. <laughs> oh, Lori. Oh. <sighs> 
had fantasies about having a neighbor like Lori that would sneak into my fucking attic. Let me tell you. Oh my god. Top three? Like, pu- like, growing up. Okay, okay. Fantasies? Lori was definitely, he had to be t- in top three. Did you watch also the new- him in Newsies, though? Did you ever no. watch Newsies? No. Okay, this is like, this is was very exciting to me. Okay. Newsies is a musical. Yes. And it's about the newspaper strike in like 1920, yes, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. And that's, that's, a, that's a Broadway musical, right? It's a Broadway yeah. musical. Uh, but I think it came from Disney and then oh. it became a Broadway musical after this movie came out. Christian Bale is the main newspaper boy in it. And so he's Looking singing and dancing the entire time and he is so attractive in it. I remember be, I mean, I mean, well, I remember when I saw it, I was like 12. And as a 12-year-old uh, little lady in my home where it was all these strict viewing things. It's a musical that has 500 men in it who are maybe like, you know, between, again, like I was like 18. 12, <laughs> between like the ages of like 17 and like 25, yeah. you know? Yeah. So there were some of these younger guys in it where I was just like, oh my God. Uh-huh. And they were musical theater, like dancing and singing and the songs are so fun. Isn't it. it weird how like as you get older, like, you do like your your ages shift where like I'll look now like at an 18 year old in a movie I thought I was sex thought was sexy as a 12 year old now I'm like oh my god is he in oh. junior high uh, yeah no now it's like Isn't I, so funny? I almost like can't do it now because like, I'm like this, this feels little, a little creepy to me. <laughs> like the TikTok boys yeah exactly just like the TikTok boys it's just like yeah no I'm just not gonna go there but, but okay we need to talk about have you watched the new little women I have not and I, I need you to watch it I need okay. to get your thoughts and feelings on it I okay you're gonna revolt. You're gonna. You're gonna. No, but that's why I haven't watched it because I know it's gonna get me so mad because mad. I'm so attached to the old you're, one. Yes, I am very sentimental about it as well. It's the casting of the old movie, the pace of the old movie. I liked every single character in okay, the a few old things, movie. Yeah, a few things about ooh, mm, a few things about the new one that got me heated. Tell me. I'm going to go off for a second. I already <laughs> talked about it on my Instagram after I watched it because I was like, there's some things like I just have to <laughs> You're like, there are some get. things I cannot Like the stupid with. book I'm reading about right now, I can't stop talking about it on Instagram even though like 2% of the people who follow me have read it. I don't give a fuck. You have gotta, to. You, I have to get feedback from the, from the people. Okay, now, the new Little Women, one, it jumps order all around. Beth is dead. Beth is alive. Beth is dead. There, There is like... The, oh. the it's chopped up in no. terms of it's no <laughs> no. no yes it's this out of book, order Louisa May Alcott had this book in the order for the reason it was in okay? and a lot of people say that it's closer to the book but I don't give a fuck but the, but when okay. is, isn't the book written in chronological order I don't know I, I maybe am, not maybe not I don't maybe know. I'm losing it but I feel like when like I feel like the book was written in chronological I don't order. know but that it's out of order two. The performance of Beth? I did not give a fuck when she died in the new movie. Really? You were not, you were Jess, not. She was no when Claire you watch it, You'll be like, and, and I should care why? Mm-hmm. Claire Danes gives the most heart-wrenching performance? That Beth performance from Claire Danes is... I'm not afraid to die. I have never been strong like you, Joe. And oh. she just like... Oh, and then and then Winona Ryder just sobbing over her, laying with her sister in bed, holding her. Wow, what a performance! It's that scene is so good. So yeah, don't give a fuck about Beth. Also, 
Jess, this would make you live it. You would be, I know we're on the same page with all this. Amy is the same actress all throughout, AKA you have like the 22 year old character playing the 13 year old, throwing the fit, you know, when she throws uh, Joe's book into the fire and you're like, why is this 18 year old throwing a tantrum like she's seven? You know, like, oh, no, listen, the reason not the reason that I I, that I did ultimately come to love Amy at the end was because it was two different people. Kirsten Dunst killed the role, killed it. Amazing young Amy. And then I don't remember the actress's name. She's the older actress. See, I feel like See, I liked her a lot because I felt like. It was it felt it felt real like the little sister who's. Yes, because she was a little bit like you could tell she would like almost have these outbursts, but then she was so all about poise because of Aunt March and everything was just so perfect. Yeah, that it felt it felt real to me. Now, here is the thing that is better about the new movie. Okay, even though I stand Christian Bale. Timothy Shyamalan, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, I never know how to say his last name. Shyamalan. 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 Yeah. I don't. He. This is what's better about the new movie. It explains more of M, of Amy and um, Teddy's relationship. Okay. Lori's relationship, whatever you want to call him. It makes sense. Like you see this kind of like banter and it also makes it not creepy because they seem closer in age because I have to say in the old one when yeah. Christian Bale's taking Kirsten Dunst to, and he like she has she's like, I hope you're my my kiss if I die or whatever. You're like, that's weird. She's like 13. Or also the way it always seemed in the old movie was like he's settling for her. He really yes. wanted to be with Joe after all. Yes. But people are saying yes. that in the book in the new movie. Like, there really is something special between Lori and Amy. And he was never supposed to be with Joe. It was never supposed to work out. And that She was, like, the tumultuous, passionate one. And then, like, Amy and him had a, a special connection. Yes. And that's the thing that, like, does make more sense. Because, like, in the old movie, you kind of get the sense of, like, to me, and I know, like, you probably loved it, just knowing you. At the end, when she gets with the other writer, Joe does... Are you I talking was, about the professor? Yes, professor. You know I love the professor. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of like, uh, I always had yeah. this sense of like Joe and Lori are, Lori are supposed to be together. But in the new movie, it's it makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. But also, the professor is much cast much younger in the new movie. Oh, okay. Which is also like, also, unpopular opinion, Laura Dern plays mother, or uh, Marmy yeah. in the new one. Nah. No, no, no. Just Susan Sarandon. It just, you couldn't get, she was perfect. Laura Dern in the new one is like, like this weird, like frivolous, like Mm. too playful. Like, come on girls. Where Susan Sarandon was so like grounded and so like. She was love. Yeah. Yeah. Safe home. Mm -hmm, Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, like say girls, and they would all like come to her feet. Like that yes. was very much yes, the energy. Mommy. <laughs> like her little puppies. Uh, anyway, so that's my review of Little Women, <laughs> and you should watch it because I want to hear I know, your thoughts. I need to watch it. I, I just it's it's, like I said, it's because it's because I know these types of movies anger me. It's the same way that I felt about when they did the Les Mis movie, and I'm obsessed with the 
the non-musical version with Liam Neeson in it. I mm. love the play, but I also love then this movie with Liam Neeson. It is so damn good. I never speaking actually of, seen that speaking one. Speaking of Claire Danes, another incredible Claire Danes performance. Okay, gotta see it now. I am a Claire Danes stan. Girl, the acting in Les Mis, that movie holds up still. She, to Big me, time. is one of the just, I love her She's acting incredible. Is phenomenal. She is so good in this movie. Okay. Uh, so I knew, I like, I'm not going to watch the Les Mis musical. You know, I sat next to her down the plane for five hours, right? Oh, I know. Did he say my daughter, and I, did he give your number? No. But he gave me his bread recipe. Close enough. (laughs) So. Um, But but that's why, like, I wouldn't see that. My other one that I felt very passionately about, which is the most unpopular opinion, because, number one, no one has seen the original, um, unless you're, like, 100. And number two, everyone loves this movie. Everyone loves Pride and Prejudice. Listen up. You talking about the BBC version, honey? No, I'm not even talking about the BBC version, which like I the BBC version, you you have you that one's good, right? It's very good, but okay. I still I am emotionally attached to the 1940s version. You have told me this. 1940s version of Pride and Prejudice. Uh Laurence Olivier who is uh so gorgeous and Greer okay. Greer Garson Excuse me, Sir Lawrence Olivier. My bad. Um, <laughs> there, I saw that when I was so young, and that is one of those movies that made me feel every that that carried me through like a year of romance as like a young child, where you like all I could think about is their romantic moments together, and it's very much is it as long as the BBC. No, one? that's the okay, thing. Okay, it's, okay, it's okay, like okay, an good. hour and thirty minutes. It's so it's like the baby, 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 condensed. baby conve- condensed version. Uh, so that's why I can't even compare the BBC because the BBC <sighs> movie or the BBC is like is like eight hours long. Oh, yes. Right? So that... They're, they're, they're basically just doing the exact... That's the book. Book, but yeah. I So I can't compare that to the other Pride and Prejudices, okay, but the Pride and Prejudice with Kira Knightley is like the same length as the original movie. I don't like Kira Knightley. Really? Okay, so I like Kira Knightley. You're not a fan. She does this stupid thing with her mouth when she talks. <laughs> well, what's her face? The one girl on Instagram does the best impression of her ever. Caitlin Riley. Oh, my God. She does the most fantastic Kira Knightley, which she goes. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to thank <laughs> the Academy. <laughs> and like the way that she breathes or whatever. Um, but Wait, everyone else I said you on Instagram, too. Remember? I think it's her. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, I okay, think okay, it's okay, Caitlin okay. Riley. She does the most incredible impersonation of Kira Knightley. Um, <sighs> she, but. Everyone loves the the new Pride and Prejudice. Oh, man. I don't like it mm. because it's not that movie. And I and I don't like who they cast as Mr. Darcy. Mm. He's <laughs> boring. Okay. He's super just like, whatever you say. And there's no expression. And in the book, he's supposed to be cocky. He's not supposed to be so... Well, this, I'm actually, you know what? I'm saying this and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe in the book he was supposed to be more dull. But I liked him as a cocky son of a oh, bitch. Oh, see, Colin Firth is in the BBC. That's why I like it. I oh, love Colin Firth. Oh, yes. And Colin, Colin Firth, Firth is fantastic. I love him. And he's also in Sense and Sensibility. Yes, he is. And Colin, okay. Firth is, yeah. Colin Firth is a fantastic Mr. Darcy. Because he has like kind of... He'll have those like dull moments. But they have the cockiness to how dull he <sighs> now, is, right? Now, Rupert Friend, though, as Mr. Wickham... I'm a big fan of Rupert Friend. I liked him as Mr. Wickham better than the Mr. Wickham in the original 1940s okay. version. But it's for me, it's mostly 
Greer Garson and Laurence Olivier. Okay. And it was it was it was heavily. I thought who the fuck is Mr. Darcy? Oh yeah, Matthew McFadden. Like who even? No, no. He just he just had no facial expression, and he was always so like. And Elizabeth is so vivacious mm. and so powerful. Mm. And then he's just kind of there, Dull. like. And I get that he's supposed to be kind. I don't know, like. But with in the original one, she was vivacious, and he would get piss her off all the time and it was just like I don't know it was just a thing now you have seen Sense Sensibility correct oh of course I mean Emma Thompson Kate Winslet Hugh Grant could you Alan Rickman could you put together a better cast and that was kind of what I was hoping for the Pride and Prejudice and I didn't get now cinematography music the score gorgeous Mm. beautiful movie to watch Mm. But it just wasn't the original. Just didn't hit the same. No. I know, and people were obsessed with it. I was like, no. It just wasn't it for me. For and me. the ball scenes, I know that they were probably more true. They Actually, the props were probably much more true to yeah. form and time. But I wanted it to be more elaborate. I wanted it to be more grandiose. I yeah. wanted it to be over the top. Yeah. Like that movie Vanity Fair. Yeah. It was like super over the top and like just a treat for the eyes right kind of like what was the, what was the really shitty mo- I, well I thought it was shitty I personally didn't like it um, the Marie Antoinette movie oh yeah I don't think I ever saw I that I didn't enjoy it but I liked the visuals of it yes. a lot um, yes. similarly now one last one while we're kind of on that topic yes um, I'm trying to find it right now but it was basically the, the, the I want to say Ewan McGregor was in it but maybe not oh it was oof. a. It was a uh, big oof for Ewan McGregor, no, like I in know all the ex- positive ways. Big oof. I know exactly. Denz- I think Denzel Washington's in it too. Oh, another um, big oof. Uh, it <laughs> is two of my favorites. Okay, Denzel and Ewan. Okay, I, maybe it's not Ewan, but I'm pretty sure it's Den- Denzel, isn't it? It is the. Uh, they, they. It's a. Blah, 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 blah. Shakespeare. It's a Shakespeare. They do. That they did in like, oh, 90, probably like 1998. They did Much Ado About Nothing, 1993. I don't think I've ever you seen You haven't this. seen this? It's Denzel so, is in it? Yes! It's so oh my God. good. Oh, this is a certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Oh, no, no. It doesn't have, I'm sorry. It's not, it's got Keanu Reeves, Emma Thompson, Denzel Washington, Michael Keaton. What? And uh, on, I'm writing this down in my notes right now because you I want to have it now. got look at it. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Oh, my God. OK, it doesn't have Ian McGregor. I was getting him confused with this person who I don't know who he is. Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. Not sure. But honestly, I'm going to be OK because with the rest of that cast. Well, look, I thought like here he isn't much to do about nothing. Like I was like, oh, that's I remember oh, yeah, him. He as kind of has a, yeah, he kind of has Ian McGregor vibe. Uh, but it is in Incredible. I'm going Much to watch do about that nothing. You are going to just love it. Um, it's qu- so sexy. I am super so sexy. Ex- I am so excited. But it's all set like in you know old like it's it's set sort of in these olden times. But it's with this very modern cast and that yeah. time era too. Like A Knight's Tale is one of my favorite movies. Um, I'm sorry, Paul Bettany in A Knight's like, Tale. Oh, I have a huge crush Thompson. on look Paul Bettany. Beautiful dress. Like it's just oh. so sexy. I, you know what? I haven't seen A Knight's Tale. Okay. That's no, one. I know. I'll do my homework. I'll watch much to do about nothing. You yeah. have to watch A Knight's Tale. It's so good. I it mean, is, it has modern, it has like, they speak, like the verbiage, Shannon Sossman is my goddess. 
Paul Bettany is one of, in my opinion, the best actors ever. He is. He plays. He plays Chaucer in it, like the author, the famous. Oh yeah, the Chaucer. He plays Chaucer, and he is so fucking funny in it. Like I'm talking, like you'll like you'll die laughing okay. funny. Okay. It's it's one of the top movies. I would go between watching the A Knight's Tale and Ever After. Oh, okay. See, I was only. I was. This is why. I was only recently even introduced to Heath Ledger, as crazy as that sounds. I didn't watch 10 Things I Hate About You until like three years ago. One of the best movies. I mean, it's amazing. It's so good. Brokeback Mountain? Brokeback? Are you kidding me? Jake and Heath? Oh my gosh. And groundbreaking. like So devastating yeah. and hot at the same time. The whole time I was like, I'm really turned on and really sad. Yeah, it was. At it the was, same time. It, it, and I it, don't know what to do with it myself. It evoked every emotion. And it was like. It's so good. I mean, one of the first huge blockbusters. That's true. That was like based on like two gay male leads. Like. And especially, like, huge names at the time who were, like, you know, the heartthrobs, Jake and Heath. And that was... I remember it was being talked about, like, in the news and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's Brokeback Mountain, Brokeback Mountain, Brokeback Mountain. I was pretty young. Wow, it was fantastic. I only recently watched that, too, and I was like, oh, my God. Knight's Tale, I'm telling you, Becca, I, I promise you I'm not leading you astray. Okay, no, no, no. It is so I good. will write it down. And then quick cue about Ewan McGregor. Have you seen... It came out maybe four years ago. Uh, Ewan in his role where he plays Jesus in the desert for the 40 days. What? And also Satan. What? What? It's called Last Days in the Desert. What? And it is a unbelievable movie. What? He legit plays Jesus and then he also plays Satan tempting Jesus. I have to watch this. It's oh, see, fantastic. That's an interesting one. It gets 80% from critics and 45% from audience. Apparently the audience didn't like it. So the way it's that very it's... like art... sounds like kind of it's artsy. It's very artsy. Okay. And the way that I thought the way that it was done was absolutely fantastic. But the way that he de- like differentiates between himself as Jesus and then himself as Satan and... Last Days in the Desert. I'm writing that down. I, I mean, want to watch that like tonight. I mean... Like I, I remember seeing the, I remember seeing the audience score because I looked at it before I was about yeah. to watch it. And yeah. I was like, I had a moment where I was kind of like, uh, maybe I get why some people wouldn't like it. I also think that if you're going into the movie thinking it's going to be some sort of like thriller about Jesus and Satan, like combating in the desert, <laughs> it's not it. It's, yeah. it's slow. Yeah. It's heavy. Is and it it's psychological. It's psychological. Yeah. And yeah. it's, I think it's also one of those movies that if you're not familiar, like really familiar with scripture, you're kind of like, what's going on right now? Um, Versus like some other like, you know, biblical based movies, like for example, The Passion of the Christ. It's like you watch it and it like paints the whole picture for you. This is kind of like, you need to know about a lot of scripture to really follow. And I'm fucking ready. And I I heard Ewan interviewed afterwards about this and it was unbelievable. Now, In fact, I think Rob Bell interviewed him. Really? After he did the movie. And it was Whoa. really good if I'm thinking of the right interview. Last movie I'm going to say, in case you haven't say watched it, because it, it just thought, it came to my mind. No, it, Brokeback Mountain is one of those, I always have movies that I'll like want to watch again and again, but then like anyone with me, like Grayson's like, no, I don't want to watch that again. Like, why would <laughs> I want to watch that again? You know? Another movie like that that I always want to just watch again and again. Have you seen, seen Itu Mama Tambien? No. I'm writing it down right now. Too. Look it up. 
Y tu mama. Y tu mama también. Yes. Okay. It is. You, I know you are going to love, love this movie. It's about these two best friends who are 17-year-old boys and this woman who, like, she, like, basically finds out her boyfriend's cheating on her and so she just, like, decides to get away in a car <laughs> with these two 17-year-old boys and drive across Mexico. Um, oh and it's just, it's just amazing. I'm writing, I'm writing this down. I mean, what's this guy? I, I've seen this guy in um, other things before. Uh, what else is he in? I don't know if you say, I don't know how you pronounce it. I think it's Yael, Yael, Yael Garcia Bernal. Oh, you mean gorgeous? Yes, sexy as <laughs> you mean You mean McGorgeous? So fucking beautiful. He's uh, in actually like a lot of movies. I've seen him in a number of things before, um, not just Mexican movies. Uh, he's amazing. Anyway, he's really young. Oh, he's in The Kindergarten Teacher. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's a good one. You're oh, going to look at you're his going filmography to... right now. Okay, I'm distracted. Sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, I started, I started going to. I was like, started going to. No, you, that one, it, you will just, champions. you will just love it. It's a delight from start to finish. It's like about like youth and aging and like life and death Ooh. and like sexuality and like all these things at once and it's just like everything you want in a movie i am going i have much to do about nothing in e2 yes, mama Tompian, yes, yes, yes. i'm going to watch and yes. then i will watch little women nah, i don't I just, don't prioritize like, that's, that. that's not nah, a priority it won't, me, it won't be a joy it yeah. won't be a joy to watch no, like these I, want, two. I want a joy i would yeah. like a joy and i would like a good feeling a good zip through my body I will not answer this, but I want to hear your answer before we sign off. Uh, favorite horror movie? Hmm. I like. It. I will not answer this. I will answer it just in the sake of time. It's just, just like let's uh, hear your, your okay, favorite. Okay, my favorite horror movie by a mile really is uh, The Strangers. It still scares me more than any other movie ever. I first of all, I live for Liv Tyler. Okay. Um, love her. She's in this movie. Wow, oh, yes. I don't even. I guess I don't. I've never it heard is of this based movie. off of a true story, and it is. I when I tell Do you, you recommend it. Like, am I gonna just like piss my pants? I'm gonna be so scared. I highly recommend this movie, but I'm letting you know that you will be very scared. Um, I don't I like don't, the picture. I don't, I don't like <laughs> the picture inspired by true events. Yes, it is based on a true story, <sighs> and it is so scary because I know we talk about how like you know with the ghosty stuff. This is not spirit based. This is like horror, horror, and it is based on a true story. And I don't recommend it if you are maybe camping or if you live in a very uh, secluded area. I don't recommend it if you're in like Joshua Tree. Like, I, it's like be in a home in a cozy space where you are surrounded by other homes so that you don't have a full blown panic attack when you watch it. Uh, I the first time I saw it, I was with a girlfriend and 30 minutes in, she walked out of the theater and she refused to come back in. So I had 10 minutes of horror by myself alone in the theater and then she just never came back. So I went to go see her and I didn't I didn't finish the movie because she was too scared to keep watching it. So then I made Evan come back with me and I could barely sit through it because I was so scared. And it's still my favorite, but I don't like watching it because it scares me so much. It's one of those ones where I'm like, best horror movie, The Strangers, but I don't want to watch it with you because it's going to give me nightmares for like a month. 
World War Z gave me nightmares for months when I watched that one. Understandably so. Um, I really like, even though this is like such, I feel like such a basic bitch one. I love The Conjuring. It's such a good movie. And really scary. Did you see that they have a new one coming out? No, but I saw Conjuring 2 and it was so good. Incredible. They, like For a horror movie typically, sequel? Typically, like horror movie sequels can eh. be, eh, it's kind of like, oh, I don't know. So good. So yeah. I'm so excited for this next movie coming out. And I think it's supposed to be out in like a couple weeks. Yeah, Conjuring 2 actually, I might have even liked that one a little bit better than the first because you got a little more of the story and like the... So good. Oh my god, we could go, so see, it in oh my god, let's go see it in theaters. I'm also okay. I'm also I'm also for the for my horror fans out there. Um, there is a movie coming out. It actually might be coming out the day that this episode drops. Um, it is, I believe, the prequel. Maybe it's a sequel, but I believe it's the prequel to all the Saw movies. And it is with like I've never seen any of the Saw movies. I didn't until you know a couple months ago, and then I binged all of them. So good. Uh, don't hold up very well, but still really fun uh, and horrifying and disgusting. But there, it's like a prequel or a sequel to uh, Saw. It's called Spiral, and it is with Chris Rock, Samuel Jackson. Like the stat, like the cast is stacked, and all the other Saw movies have never had huge actors in it. Interesting. So this is kind of like a big thing that like this Saw movie coming out is going to have wow. these like huge, huge actors in it. So wow. so excited about that. We gotta see it in the theaters because we can now. What's the one with Michael Myers or whatever? What's that movie called? Friday the 13th? Yeah. Yeah. You ever see the original one of that? I recently watched that and I was like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. I, it's been a while, but that's a, I that's used a to watch really some of Those are fun around Halloween to watch. Like those are, all those like Friday the 13th ones are so fun with friends. Totally. Yeah. I watched that one with friends and we really enjoyed it. A movie called another great horror movie. Okay. We'll, we'll wrap. Yeah. I know. Forever. I know. Like, go, this go, go, go. Uh, The Rental. Oh. is a fantastic horror movie. It is uh, written and directed by Dave Franco. And it's one of those ones that I suggest to people hmm. who aren't horror movie, like, like, uh, like they're like, I can't handle yeah. horror horror. There are... The, the oh, end, it just came out. Yes, and it's, I think Rotten Tomatoes gave it some good scores. It's dead. Uh, uh, audience said it was shit, but... Quite I don't get it. that. I do not get that. It was so good. Huh. The, the end gets really scary, but throughout the whole movie, the movie is very, oh, it's tense, but it's emotionally, they, they're in the same like Airbnb basically the entire time, two couples, and you find out all this drama going on, and it's like very intense emotionally, like, ooh, movie, yeah. and then there's these random horror elements that start happening, it's like to me. I thought I thought it was an absolutely fantastic combination. Well, Get Out is one of my actually my favorite like thriller movies like of all time. Yes, Us was the second one. That's what I was trying Us, to remember. Okay, I don't, I, think I, I don't think I saw. You know, Us. my sister loved it. I didn't love it. Did you ever see The Platform? One of the best movies ever. It really is. It really is one of the best movies ever. Hands down. Now get this. Did the audience like the the platform? Oh, I think so. Okay. I think the platform did really well. Okay. Now get this. This theory about the platform. Oh, I think you've Have I told I, you about I this? feel like I feel like you might about have shared the hair, this theory. about the the hair and the food? Yes. Mhm. I need to watch it now again with that theory. I've already watched it twice. It's so good. Yeah, that basically like yeah. 
no one gets saved. One of my favorite things about that movie was that I randomly turned it on one night with Evan and I had no, no idea what it was and I hadn't heard anyone talking about it. So I had no expectations going in and I was like, oh my God, yeah, what same is this thing, movie? Same thing. I like saw it on Netflix and I was just like, oh, let's watch. This seems interesting. Wow. I've watched it like four times now, I want to say. It is, there's something... It is when I watched it most recently, I was like, this is so violent and grotesque, but somehow it like is not disturbing to me, to me. Yeah, it's there's something about the cinematography and there's something about the way that it's shot. And it's almost familiar, like it's almost feels so close to home in the most eerie way of like just human behavior that you're almost not shocked by it, even though everything that happens is shocking. That's the only way I can describe it. Yeah. That's how I felt about it, though. I could see other no, people I, being like, "No, it was horrifying." No, it, no, it, it, it was very scary, but, it, but I completely hear what you're saying. Like a familiarity about it, and you're uh-huh. like, mm, "That is humans. Uh-huh. That is." Humans. I feel, I feel kind of that way about um, the Handmaid's Tale. Oh my god, I read the book where the the show is. It's so heavy and so horrifying but it's so real and there's so many things that have been and are like current Mm -hmm. about it um couldn't make it past the first episode i understand that i i know i evan couldn't either i i was like let's watch like running in the forest and there's scenes with her kid and i was like i'm out yeah i i uh i kind of like forced myself to watch the first couple episodes even though i was like this is absolutely traumatizing and now it's in its fourth season and the episodes come out like wednesday night at midnight and i'm literally staying up until midnight to like watch them when they drop because i'm just like on pins and needles Ooh, that kind of makes me want to actually dive in it's really good it's heavy it's really heavy i feel like uh, when I started watching it, Ember was younger and it was way harder for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Not that it, it's any no, less no, no, traumatizing no, no, can... and horrifying, but I think that w- there was a little bit of that for me where I'm like, it would give me just in, like radical anxiety. Very different, but last thing, truly last thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Orthodox on Netflix, this, the miniseries? No. About the Orthodox Jews? No. I heard it was so good. I heard it was so good. Who did I hear talking about that? It's stellar. I need to watch that. That was one that I so that I had good. numerous people recommend to me that I'm like, okay, I really I really need to watch it's this. It's a good one. It's also like four episodes. Okay. I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's like I four can, hour long episodes. I, I can do that. I feel like I've been so busy lately. I haven't been watching movies or TV shows. I'm just like, I don't have time. <laughs> it's so nice to get one in every once in a while. Right. I started actually watching this HBO show called It's Sin mm-hmm. about the AIDS crisis in... Yeah, that one is actually pretty wild because um, our country and our history doesn't like to talk about the AIDS crisis. Mm-mm. And there's so much that we don't know. Like there's so much that I didn't know that a lot of people I think don't know. And then you start watching and you're like, holy shit, this was in the eighties. And like the president didn't acknowledge that like oh as God. many people died, like as in COVID and just no one was like saying anything about it. Cause it was just like the gay plague. Oh my God. Oh God. I need to watch It's that. really good. Okay. It's also just like, it's a, it's a, it's a. No, to, to inform yourself. Like, but I it's wanna... also just like, it's a t- HBO show. So it's like, there's drama and there's romance and there's all of this. And you're also seeing what actually happened, which was so, so crazy. Like, yeah. Anyway, we could go well, on forever. That was, that was an unexpected movie broads episode. <laughs> there's some of our, some of our favorites, some that we don't like. 
some that we refuse to watch. <laughs> uh, broads will, you know, let us know in the comments. Oh, definitely our post on Instagram will ask for movie suggestions because I yes. want a list, a list of movies that I should be watching. I feel like during the uh, the COVID times, I just did so much like movie watching with Evan at nighttime that I feel like I just. I don't know. I feel like I burnt out a lot of Netflix, so I need some like some good suggestions. Some yeah. good suggestions. Yeah. Uh, but we love you, broads. Tune into Chatty Bros tomorrow, yep. and we'll chat soon. <laughs> broads, we have to get into we, these tangential episodes before it is I bachelor know, season. I know. Season. Yeah. Tune into the bro- the bros tomorrow, and then tune in next week for our cast list breakdowns of Katie's season. So excited. So excited. Chat right. soon, broads. Chat soon, broads. <laughs>